0: am often, often out and, or talking to clients or something like that. And they will tell me something that I've delegated because they think it's me, right? They think it's me that's posted on social media or sent an email. And because I've delegated it, it looks like people tell me all the time, Rosemary, you're so busy. And honestly, I'm not, Rosemary is not busy, but I've gotten to the point where I've started to delegate activity. So it just kind of seems like I'm everywhere doing all the things and I am everywhere doing all the things. But as business is growing, I'm reinvesting back into the business and I'm investing in who's people who can help me do the things that I need to do so that I can buy my time back and I can focus on those activities that are income generating. Hey friends, I'm Rosemary Lewis, your home girl, and I'm so excited that you are here. I do not care what it looks like on Instagram or HGTV. This whole being a realtor thing is not for the faint at heart. In 2017, I quit my job as a teacher to follow my real estate dreams and quickly found myself overwhelmed and struggling. Fast forward to today, Not only have I been recognized as one of the leaders in our industry, I have actually grown a business that I absolutely love. I don't care if you're a brand new agent trying to figure out how to get started or a veteran feeling overwhelmed and just stuck. I was just like you and I totally get it. Many times I wish there was someone that I could just talk to about all the challenges I was facing. And that is why I created this space just for you. Like best friends do. I'm giving you all the tea related to navigating and thriving in these real estate streets. If I can do it, guess what? That's proof that you can too. Everything's better with friends, so let's succeed together. Welcome to the Real Estate Bestie Podcast. What up, what up? Hey, real estate besties. We are going to talk about Finding time to do all the realtor things. Um, Listen, though, before we get into the episode, I was just thinking, even as I was saying the word realtor, do you know one of my pet peeves? And it's probably a pet peeve because when I first became licensed, I went to my local realtor board and I met with a lovely lady. I, You know, y'all know I'm in, or maybe you don't know, I am in the far North Dallas area. Um, so I am a, a member of Collin County Association of Realtors. And that's the way the lady said it. She was like, Rosemary, if it's one thing that you need to remember is that you are not a realtor. You are a realtor. (laughs) And she emphasized that. I mean, it was like a, a third grade teacher just ingraining it in my head. So what like grinds my gears? First of all, I don't know where we got the A from, right? Realtor, because there is literally not an A in, in realtor, it is spelled very phonetically. Um, but what kind of grinds my gears is when I understand why people who maybe they just not read my name or um, why they don't know that it's realtor and they say realtor, but it stresses me out to know in when other fellow realtors call themselves a realtor. So, um yeah, I, I took a little bit of our time to talk about that and to bring that that in. But I just want to say, if you out here and if you're a realtor and if you are working your real estate business, please, for the love, like don't call yourself a realtor. You are a realtor. OK, all right. There's, there we go. Now now we can get to the nitty gritty of finding time to do all the realtor things, okay? We're not going to talk about realtor things. We're going to talk about realtor because it's a lot, right? It is a lot that our job, that our career encompasses, and sometimes it can feel overwhelming. And what is interesting is that before I started to hit record on this podcast, I was going through my journals child. And one of the gifts of this flexible schedule, now, I, before I talked to you a couple episodes about the hidden dangers of a flexible schedule. So you're going to have to check that out. But um, one of the gifts of our flexible schedule is that I have been able to incorporate journaling um, as a practice more frequently. Uh, I have been consistently journaling. I don't do it every single day, but I have been pretty consistent since entering into this real estate entrepreneurial space in 2017. And I spent a little time looking through my journals um, from a couple years ago. And I love to do that because I literally get a peek into, you know, sometimes you discount your experience so you don't remember every emotion, right? We can look back on a great time or a trying time or just a season in our life. And we only remember certain highlights or lowlights from it where the journal, like I give you raw, uncut, like this is, this is what it is at that time. And listen, if it wasn't for these journals, y'all, I would kid myself to not uh, really understand how much I struggled with real estate, uh, with life uh, when I first got into the business. And not even necessarily from a commission standpoint, because I definitely uh, was blessed to say that, you know, even when the money wasn't as consistent at the beginning, um, and I wasn't making the type of revenue that I'm able to bring in now. I definitely like we did not miss any meals, right? We definitely um, had consistent things going, but the battle and the challenges that my journals remind me of were all of the the times that I felt less than, that I felt overwhelmed, that I felt like I, you know, didn't know whether I was coming or going, or why was I in the like, oh, one day. And y'all tell me, like, get into my DMs on Instagram. Let me know. I think that it might even be helpful if I do like a confessions of your real estate bestie episode where I read you some of these journal entries because I was literally like, I'm trash. OK, and, <laughs> and I know that that is is not the truth. Um, And I had to do a lot of learning and growing. But part of the reasons that I felt overwhelmed was because it just seemed like it was so much to do. And I was the type of person without the proper structures in place that if I felt overwhelmed or, you know, felt like there was so much to do and not enough, I would just shut down and do nothing um, or not do enough or even what I was doing, it didn't feel like enough. And then it was just a spiral out of control. And I know if I felt that way that there may be some other people just trying to figure out, okay, how do I keep all these balls together? Cause there's so much. So so let's just talk about what what are all things that we have to do, or I shouldn't have to say have to What do we get to do as real estate agency? I'm checking myself on my verbiage. What are some of the things that we get to do and some of the hats that we wear? So, you know, it can be everything from obviously um, we're here to service our clients. And that is such a broad statement, right? So from prospecting, from doing lead generation or lead act, um, um, lead attraction activities, making phone calls, reaching out to our intentionally reaching out to our sphere of influence, right? Then you have to have time for appointments. And then how are we marketing ourselves? And oh my goodness, do I need a website and I need to order signs and okay, I actually have a deal under contract. So, oh, did I miss that date um, of the financing contingency? I need to follow up on this. Oh, And I actually need to eat at some point and maybe I need to cook dinner. Oh, but I can't do that because I have to show up on social media. I'm on stories. Oh, but now that I'm supposed to to be on LinkedIn too. In addition to being on LinkedIn, it's time for me to shoot some reels and I just cannot figure out how to make these transitions right. And I didn't even get a chance to get my hair done. No filter is going to fix that. Like you see where I'm going. It can be a lot. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, I want you to take a deep breath because we are going to talk about And I may even need to change the title of this. I want to say finding time to do all the realtor things, but creating the time to do what you need to do. Um. So I just want to first start off with this. Here is my first suggestion when you're trying, when you're looking at your never ending to do's, right, all of the things that um, you go to all these trainings, and they're telling you this is what makes a baddie agent, and you're just looking like, okay, I'm struggling just to, you know, get these calls in, let alone everything else. The very first thing is, we need to take assessment of how we are currently spending our time. Um, I'm going to tell on myself here. So, When I was looking through my journal, one thing that I was very honest with myself about was that I was really misusing my time by spending too much of it on social media. I knew from from the very beginning that social media would be a great tool to help me grow my real estate business. And it has been it has been an amazing tool. I'm pretty sure that some of you have come in contact with this podcast because of that amazing tool on social media. And I'm so grateful for it. But sometimes the thing that is a gift can also be a curse. And for me, my journals reminded me on how it was it became a time suck for me and we talked about this on last week's episode 2 on how things can become a time suck. So, um social media is one of them. You know, sometimes like are you taking lunches all the time? Are you um you know sleeping in or staying up late like really or are you spending a lot of your time doing administrative tasks like things that are not the highest and best use of your gifts or are you are you are you feel do you feel like you are operating in your in your zone of creativity but you still don't have enough time to do all the things before we can do anything i think we have to take assessment on okay where is my time currently going and don't like, don't lie to yourself. <laughs> you know, don't, don't, uh, don't be like the person. Me and my friend were just talking about sometimes when we track our food on Weight Watchers. We like, uh, I, I, I you know, did I have two? you, girl? You know, you have more than that. You, you have more than two tablespoons. Um, by lying to yourself, you don't hurt anybody but yourself. So really take some time and really take assessment. Maybe just jot down on post-it notes. Like, what are you doing at nine o'clock? What are you doing at 10 o'clock? What what has your attention at these points of the day? And just by doing that, I almost feel like it's when you first start a budget. Anytime I budget myself, y'all, I find more money because I find different areas where I'm spending money that I didn't necessarily need to spend, whether that is the random Salada visit to go buy a $20 salad when I got salad stuff at home, or if that is, you know, all these different subscriptions that I don't need. When you, a lot of times when we take assessment and we see like what really is happening Then we can take action after we take assessment. So my very first um, thing is going to be just take assessment. And I think that when you do, you'll begin to just see pockets of time that you can reallocate to things that are going to move your business and your life forward. Now, here's the next thing. After we take that assessment, um, we need to determine what you actually need to do and only do that. There are certain things in my real estate business, um, in my life that I have to do. I can't, I can't get somebody, a, you want to have somebody to get somebody else to do it. I can't get somebody else to do that. Right. Um, so for instance, for me, um, showing up on social media, right. I have to do that when it comes to me being present at my client appreciation events, I have to do that. Um, uh, when it comes to, um, you know, just some creativity. Like when I'm coaching my team, I have to physically be the one. Kind of mm, depends on what we're coaching on, but for the most part, I am the I am the lead team lead. I am the coach. I need to be the one who's coaching my team, Uh, when I am going on listing appointments, engaging with my clients, like some of those things I have to do in the way my structure is right now. Um, So what we have to do is determine what are the things that we cannot delegate and we need to prioritize those in our schedules. Because a lot of times what happens is we um, we we replace those things that should be priority with things that we could get somebody else to do, which brings me to the next point. After you figure out what are the things that you need to do, your priority, right? So if you're going your social media and you need to be the one um, batch recording content, then that's what you need to do. Um, if you need to be the one, you know, writing these contracts, that's what you need to do. Figure out what has to have your attention, but then. We need to determine, okay, what are the things that we need that need to be done, right? They need to be done, they need to happen in my business, but I don't, ne- they don't necessarily need to happen at my hand, right? So if they don't need to happen at my hand, then is there an opportunity for me to leverage? Is there an opportunity for me to delegate in order that? you know, in order for me to focus on the things that I really, really need to do. And I'm going to give you um, a great example. I talked about this a few episodes back. I'm going to try to see if I can find which episode. But when we talked about creating leverage in your real estate business, that was actually episode 23. And one of the things that I shared when it comes to um, creating leverage is, Getting a transaction coordinator, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of ad- administrative things that, yes, you could do it, but it takes so much time. Like wh- you don't understand how much time you're taking away from doing the things that matter most by doing little $5, $10, $15 an hour type activities, okay? Um, and I'm going to challenge you. I actually have somebody like we, um, a friend of mine, I'm in a mastermind, and he always challenges us to think about what we're worth per hour, okay? Okay. And the way you can figure that out, um, literally Google something that says, like, figure out my hourly rate. But you can literally go online and you can decide, okay. How much money do I want to make per year? Right. And because we are being proactive right? we want to we want to operate in the realm that we're already like, we're, like we're already there. I want you to operate with that same level of energy. So I want you to think through, OK, how much money do I want to make? And now how much am I worth per hour? So I'll give you some easy easy one. I'm, I'm going to just give you a number. If you would like to make $150,000 per year, your hourly rate is $72 an hour, okay? So if you are doing something for your business, and if it is not $72 an hour type work, then you need to get somebody else to do it. And guess what? Inputting, you know, all the information in the backend system of your transactions That's something that you can get somebody else to do. Okay. Transaction coordinators are really reasonable, way less than a hundred and, or I'm sorry, way less than $72 an hour. So these are the types of things that you can start to delegate. And I know a lot of you all are like me, um, and you may feel, I don't want to call you cheap, but it's hard to let go. It's hard to train people to do the things that you can do for yourself, um, but I'm going to tell you that it, it is OK. And if they do B++ work and, and that graphic that might take you Five hours to put on social media or you're gonna be playing with color schemes and all that, girl, get somebody else to to come up with your sold graphics, right? Um get a get a VA that's gonna charge you five to seven dollars an hour to make sure that you have your social media stuff up. So truly, truly figuring out what to delegate and actually delegating those items out is definitely going to help you um, do all the realtor things. I'm gonna tell y'all a really funny story. So um I am often often out and or talking to clients or something like that and they will tell me something that I've delegated cuz they think it's me right they think it's me that's posted on social media or I've sent an email and because I've delegated it it looks like people tell me all the time Rosemary you're so busy and honestly I'm not Rosemary is not busy but I've gotten to the point where I've started to delegate activities. So it just kind of seems like I'm everywhere doing all the things and I am everywhere doing all the things. But as business is growing, I'm reinvesting back into the business and I'm investing in who's people who can help me do the things that I need to do so that I can buy my time back and I can focus on those activities that are income generating. A lot of times we are focusing on activities that are not income generating. You know, creating a pretty website is not income generating. Um, being Honestly, even being on social media is not, it's not a proactive way to gen- generate income. It's more of a, a nurture way to eventually get in front of a person. But what's going to generate that income is to be on the phones, getting those appointments and getting in front of people. So delegation is key. Okay, and then here is the last one that I'm going to encourage you to really think through is to create rhythms through time blocking. I think a lot of us are after this false sense of balance where all of the areas in our life are going to fit in this neat little bow and we are going to show up as our best self in every area And that doesn't always happen, right? Um, Because there are going to be seasons in life where um, different parts, different things are going to demand more or less of you. And if we're trying to be like 50-50 or even across the board, we're just going to find ourselves overwhelmed. I love time blocking where I time block, like if even if I'm on vacation, y'all, I will time block lay by the pool because it, it gives me a sense of structure um, that helps me make sure that I'm touching the areas of my life that matter the most. And once you learn how to time block and what that looks like, what typically will happen now is is that you get to create rhythms in your life and you get to create rhythms of when and how you're going to execute things because you've already determined what actually needs your attention. And now when we create our time blocks around what really, truly, honestly needs our attention, now we're going to operate more efficiently and we're just gonna have a higher level of success. Um, When I'm looking at these journals, y'all, and I'm reading... The overwhelm of um, 2018, 2019. Rosemary, I just like I like you. I see literally in my journals the shift of when I started to really, really dive into what it looks like to tell my time where to go, to block my time for those activities that deserve and need my attention, and not only. Have I seen such an amazing bump in my income, but in my confidence level and honestly, the way I am able to show up in life has been completely transformed by time blocking. Like I swear by it. Um, we got some really interesting fun things for you coming out that will actually show you how to time block and how to get. Um, to to get your time back and to create a sense of joy and accomplishment and make more money in your business. Right. Because I know that's what we all here for. We want to, you know, we're, we're not glorifying money, but we understand that money is a tool that is going to help unlock our destiny and unlock our dreams. Um, so getting control of our time is something that is going to completely, completely help with that. So. All right, besties, I hope this was helpful um, in helping you find all the time to do all the real tour, not real tour, real, say it with me slow, real tour things. I'm a realtor, you're a realtor. We are realtors. We are not realtors. We are realtors. So we're going to find time to do all the realtor things. And really that comes down to assessing what really deserves our time, what we can delegate and how are we going to create rhythms with time blocking? Um, I hope this episode was helpful. And if you could do me a favor, um, because this is like, I don't know if you know, first of all, we are rocking and rolling with our um, downloads. We are climbing the charts, and that is because of you. So I thank you so, 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 so much. And I get messages all the time where you all are just letting me know, like, "Hey, this is what I need like like a good a good girlfriend." to help just coach me along this real estate journey. And listen, I wish that again, 2018 Rosemary had the space, but I'm literally in my office looking at a sign that says create the things you wish existed. So I wish this existed for me, which is why it now exists for you. Um, So the way that we can like rally together, right, is leave a five-star review. And if you just hit this share button, I know you know someone who is a realtor, who's thinking about becoming in the business, um? and they need to be a part of our real estate bestie community. Okay. So go ahead and hit the share button, get them in this community with us. And by the way, if you would like just to see what an example of an ideal week that I created looks like, um, where you can kind of get an idea of those rhythms, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash week, and you'll be able to get a free download. Now, I don't want you not, let me say this though. I don't expect you to mimic (laughs) exactly what I have laid out, um, but it can give you a guide on what your schedule could look like. And you'll start to see different rhythms um, in what my schedule looks like when you check it out. Okay, so you all have a wonderful, wonderful day Um, until next time, besties. I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode and you have a real life bestie that you think it would resonate with, y'all do me a favor. Go ahead and hit that share button because you know what? We are better together. Make sure you share the podcast and I appreciate your reviews. I appreciate you giving me five stars more than you know. I'll talk to you next week. Okay besties have you heard we have a private Facebook group yay look cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group so I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.